Welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and the topic for this week is what is your communication style? Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. I'm really excited about this topic on communication, and I feel like it could be really helpful in being able to have a better understanding of our different communication styles. Communication has been on my mind this week, partially due to the work I've been doing with some of my clients. As we all know, communication is a vital part of how we interact with others. So how do we learn communication skills? Most likely, the answer is that we learned it in the homes we grew up in. There are four types of communication styles. Uh, Passive is the first one, aggressive, passive-aggressive, and assertive. What I'll be doing is explaining these four different styles. I'll explain what the style may look like, and then I'll talk specifically about the most ideal communication style, which is assertive. So let's start with passive. When someone uses passive behavior, they will often disregard their own desires, needs, or interests to those of others. They might feel anger or resentment due to their passive behavior and feel like they are not understood. People with passive communication styles often are afraid to disagree. They may be apologetic and submissive. They feel guilty when they say no to others. They have a hard time asking for help, as this may cause some disappointment for themselves. They may also find that they feel helpless and that they exhibit kind of a victim mentality. People using a passive form of communication may be seen as easy to get along with or someone that goes with the flow. They may exhibit poor eye contact or their body position might be slumped. Some of the things people with passive communication style may say or believe are the following. What I want really doesn't matter. I just want things to be peaceful. I'm not able to stand up for what I want. People walk all over me. Others don't care about how I feel or consider my thoughts. Now let's move on to aggressive communication style. When someone is showing aggressive communication style, they do not think of the needs of others and they focus specifically on just what they need. They might be demanding what they want versus asking for what they want. There is the inability to accept others' needs or opinions. There are efforts to control through threatening, intimidating, attacking, or blaming. With this type of communication style, sometimes there are situations where it can be abusive. There is a strong desire to win no matter what the cost. They are also afraid to ask for what they want as they may appear weak and needy. When someone communicates aggressively, it is often apparent because it can be seen, felt, and heard. They may speak in a loud and demanding voice, use statements with the word you, and have a penetrating, sustained eye contact. 
Some of the things people with aggressive communication style may say or believe are the following. This is your fault. I'm going to get my way or my way is right. You are wrong and I am right. I can dominate and intimidate whoever I want. You owe me. So let's move on to passive aggressive. I feel like the word passive aggressive is a little bit of a buzzword that we might hear such as she or he is so passive aggressive. But what does that mean? Passive aggressive communication style can appear as passive on the surface due to feeling stuck or powerless, yet there is acting out in anger in elusive or indirect ways due to resentments. Someone with passive-aggressive communication style may try to make others feel bad, but do so in an indirect way so they do not feel like it's their fault. They may underperform without accepting responsibility for the underperformance and say it's not their fault. Very much a victim mentality. There can be resentment, blaming of others, manipulation, use of sarcasm, hostility, or bitterness. Facial expressions of someone with passive-aggressive communication style may be contrary to how they are feeling. They might be smiling on the outside, but seething with anger on the inside. Or they may appear cooperative, but are silently doing the opposite. They may give someone the silent treatment, spread rumors without the person knowing, in an effort to sabotage. They may be aware of their needs, but struggle to express them. Some of the things people with passive-aggressive communication style may say or believe are the following. Okay, we can do it the way you want, but then think or mutter to themselves that 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 person's way is dumb or stupid. They may say, yes, that's okay with me, but if someone gets upset, then don't be surprised. I am weak am resentful, so I will sabotage or cause frustration. I will appear cooperative, but I'm really not. Fine, whatever. Oh, I thought you knew. Sure, I'd be happy to. And then yet on the inside, they are mad and not wanting to do whatever it is they are committing to do. Lastly, someone may say something aggressively or sarcastically and then say, I'm just kidding. Finally, assertive is the communication style that's one that is the most effective and the one to strive for in our communication. Let me tell you a little bit about what assertive looks like. When someone is assertively communicating, they practice stating clearly their feelings and opinions, and they advocate for what they need without disrespecting the rights of others. These individuals value themselves, their time, and their needs related to spirituality, emotional, and physical needs. They are also willing to advocate for themselves while still respecting the rights of others. Assertive communicators celebrate the success of others as well as themselves. They are willing to receive feedback as well as seek it, even when it relates to criticism. Individuals who assert for themselves are willing to take responsibility for their faults 
or mistakes and will accept praise with grace and gratitude. They feel in control of self, have good eye contact, speak in calm tone, and their body posture is relaxed. They are able to feel connected to others as well as feel competent in themselves. They listen without interrupting. They're willing to ask for help when needed. Some of the things people with assertive communication styles may say or believe are the following. I am respectful of the rights of others. It's okay for me to express myself respectfully and allow for others to do the same. I am confident in who I am. I can speak openly, honestly, and be concise in what I say. I am responsible for getting my needs met and do so in a respectful manner. I am responsible for my happiness. So assertiveness allows us to take care of ourselves and it's essential for good mental health and healthy relationships. If assertive is, the, is essential for creating and maintaining strong relationships, you might be asking, how do I start practicing this form of communication? It's helpful to observe your current, most common form of communication. What kind of communication style do you see yourself using more frequently? It's possible that you may use one type in certain situations and then another type in other situations. I was talking with someone recently about this topic, and they said that they're able to be assertive at work, but when they're around family, they're more passive because they think it will help them to keep the peace. So that was good information for them. It's always helpful to just have awareness first, notice how that form of communication is working for you or not working for you in your current relationships. So what I will share with you today on practicing assertive communication is to start with I statements. I statements can help with communicating with an individual without falling in the trap of blaming and then the other person becoming defensive. A good I statement allows the speaker to take responsibility for their feelings while assertively communicating their concerns. So I statements would look like this. I feel and then name the emotion, when, and then explain the concern or problem. It's important when using I statements to be aware of your tone. If the tone sounds like blaming, the I statement will not be as effective. So use soft, even tones. Here's a few examples of the difference of using you statements versus I statements. So you can kind of see the difference. You never listened to me. You were just not, and you're not listening right now. Versus saying, I feel sad when I'm not being listened to and that I'm not being understood. Here's the next example. You are not very thoughtful when you don't call when you are going to be late for dinner. Versus saying, I feel worried about you when you're late and do not call. Next one. Why did you use my jacket and then get a stain on it? You are so inconsiderate. Or you could say, I feel upset that my jacket was damaged and it will be hard for me to replace it. I appreciate my things being taken care of when they're loaned out. And then a teenager might say to his parents who are asking him about his homework, you need to stop asking me about my homework, lay off. Or the teenager could say, 
I feel annoyed and frustrated when I'm asked over and over again about my homework. I'm old enough to finish my homework without reminders. Using good I statements is a great place to start in practicing assertive communication. So I hope this topic on communication styles was helpful today in being able to understand more about how you might communicate. If you would like additional information on this topic, I've included resources in the show notes that were used for this podcast and for you to explore further on communication styles. That's all I have for today, and I will see you next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast.